AMLA covered institution and their obligations, financial institutions, persons supervised and or regulated by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, Insurance Commission, and the SEC, and designated non-financial business and professions. Financial institutions, persons supervised and or regulated by BSP including their subsidiaries and affiliates, which are also covered persons supervised and regulated by BSP such as banks, quasi-banks, trust entities, pawn shops, non-stock savings and loan associations, other non-bank financial institutions, electronic money issuers, and foreign exchange dealers, money changers, and remittance and transfer companies. Second, persons supervised or regulated by insurance commissions such as insurance and printed ins uh, companies, insurance agents, uh, brokers, professional reinsurers, reinsurance brokers, holding companies, holding company systems, mutual benefits associations, and all other persons and their subsidiaries and affiliates supervised or regulated by uh, insurance commission. Third, persons supervised or regulated by SEC, Secur uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, such as securities dealers, brokers, salesmen, investment houses, and other similar persons managing securities or rendering services. Mutual funds or open-end investments companies, close-end investments companies or issuers and other similar entities. Other entities administering or otherwise dealing in commodities or financial derivatives based thereon, valuable objects, cash substitutes and other similar monetary instruments or properties supervised or regulated by SEC. The following designated non-financial business and professionals, jewelry dealers, dealers in precious metals and dealers in precious stones. 3. Company service providers which are which as a business provide any of the following service to third parties acting as a formation agent of juridical persons acting as or arranging for another person to act as a director or corporate secretary of a company, a partner of a partnership or a similar position in relation to other juridical persons. Providing a registered office, business address, or accommodation, correspondence, or administrative address for a company, a partnership, or any other judicial person or legal arrangement, and acting as or arranging for another person to act as nominee shareholder for another person. For persons including lawyers, accountants, and other professionals who provide any of the following services. Managing of client money securities or other assets, management of bank savings securities, other assets, organization of contributions for the creation, operation, or management of companies, and creation, operation, or management of juridical persons or arrangements, and buying and selling business entities. 5. Casinos, including internet-based casinos and ship-based casinos with respect to their casino cash transactions related to their gaming operations. The term covered person shall exclude lawyers and accountants acting as independent legal uh, professionals in relation to information concerning their clients or where the closure of information would compromise client confidence or the attorney-client relationship, provided that these lawyers and accountants are authorized to practice in the Philippines and shall continue to be subject to the provisions of their respective codes of conduct and or professional responsibility. Primary duties of covered persons shall comply with all the requirements under AMLA, have the duty to cooperate with AMLC in the discharge of the latter's mandate, and uh, to protect their business or professions from being used in money laundering activities. 2. The covered persons, board of directors, partners, or sole proprietors shall be ultimately responsible for the covered persons' compliance with AMLA and TFPSA, the respective IRR and other AMLC issuances. Obligations, customer identification, record keeping, and reporting of covered and suspicious transactions. 
Covered and suspicious transactions. Covered transaction refers to a transaction in cash or other equivalent monetary instrument exceeding 500,000 pesos within one banking day. Second, a transaction with or involving jewelry dealers, dealers in precious metals, and dealers in precious stones in cash or other equivalent monetary instrument exceeding 1 million pesos. And third, a casino, cash transaction exceeding 5 million or its equivalent in other currency. Suspicious transaction refers to a transaction regardless of amount where any of the suspicious circumstances is determined based on suspicion or if available reasonable grounds to be existing. One, there is no underlying legal or trade obligation, purpose, or economic justification. Two, the client is not properly identified. Three, the amount involved is not commensurate with the business or financial capacity of the client. Four, it may be perceived that the client's transaction is structured in order to avoid being the subject of reporting requirements. Five, any circumstance relating to the transaction which is observed to deviate from the profile of the client and or the client's past transactions with the covered institution. Six, the transaction is in, way or in a way related to an unlawful activity or offense that is about to be, is being, or has been committed. Seven, any analogous or similar transactions to the foregoing. Unlawful activities or predicate crimes. Kidnapping for ransom, drug trafficking, and other related offenses, graft and corrupt practices, plunder, robbery and extortion, waiting in Masyaw, piracy, qualified theft, swindling, smuggling, violations under the Electronic Commerce Act of 2000, hijacking, destructive arson, murder, including those perpetrated by terrorists against non-combatant persons, and similar targets. Fraudulent practices and other violations under the Securities Regulation Code of 2000, felonies or offenses of a similar nature that are punishable under the penal laws or other or of other countries. When is money laundering committed? Any person who knowing that any monetary instrument or property represents, involves, or relates to the proceeds of any unlawful activity. 1. Transacts a monetary instrument or property. 2. Converts, transfers, disposes, or moves, acquires, possesses, or uses said monetary instrument or property. 3. Conceals or disguises the true name, source, location, disposition, movement, or ownership of or rights with respect to said monetary instrument or property. 4. Attempts or conspires to commit money laundering offenses referred to in paragraph 1 and 2 or 3 above. 5. Aids, abets, assists in or counsels the commission of the money laundering offenses referred to paragraph 1, 2, and 3. And 6. Performs or fails to perform any act as a result of which he facilitates the offense of money laundering referred to in items 1, 2, and 3. And B, any covered person who, knowing that the covered or suspicious transaction is required under the AMLA to be reported to the EMLC, fails to do so. Safe Harbor Provision No administrative criminal or civil proceedings shall lie against any person for having made a cash transaction report or unsuspicious transaction report in the regular performance of his duties and in good faith whether or not such reporting results in any criminal prosecution under the AMLA or any other provision uh, or other Philippine law. Application for freeze orders The following requirements shall be observed in the issuance of freeze orders. A. No prior criminal charge, pendency of a case or conviction for an unlawful activity or money laundering offense is necessary for the commencement or the resolution of a petition for freeze order. B. 
no asset shall be present to the prejudice of a candidate for an electoral office during an election period. C. No court shall issue a TRO or a rate of injunction against any freeze order except the Supreme Court. By authority of the Council, the EMLC Secretariat shall file before the Court of Appeals through the Office of the Solicitor General an ex parte petition for issuance of freeze order. And upon verified ex parte petition by the EMLC and after determination that probable cause exists that any monetary instrument or property is in any way related to an unlawful activity, the Court of Appeals may issue a freeze order which shall be effective immediately for a period of 20 days, directing the concerned covered persons and government agencies to desist from allowing any transaction, withdrawal, deposit, transfer, removal, conversion, other movement, concealment, or other disposition of the subject monetary instrument or property. The effectivity of this order shall take effect immediately and shall remain effective for a total period not exceeding six months. This is without prejudice to an asset preservation order that the RTC having jurisdiction over the appropriate AMLC case or civil forfeiture uh, case may issue on the same account. On the other hand, the AMLC, either upon its own initiative or at the request of the ATC, is hereby authorized to issue ex parte an order to freeze without delay property or funds that are in any way related to financing of terrorism or terrorist acts or property or funds of any person, terrorist organization, association, or group of persons in relation to whom there is probable cause to believe that they are committing or attempting or conspiring to commit or participating in or facilitating the commission of financing of terrorism or terrorists. The press order shall be effective for a period not exceeding 20 days upon a petition filed by the MLNC before the expiration of the period. The effectivity of the press order may be extended up to a period not exceeding 6 months upon order of the Court of Appeals. Authority to inquire into bank deposits, bank inquiry order by the Court. One application for issuance of bank inquiry order. By authority of the Council, the AMC Secretariat shall file before the Court of Appeals through the OSG an ex parte application for the issuance of bank inquiry order to examine or inquire into any particular deposit or investment account that is related to an unlawful activity of money laundering offense. 2. Inquiry into or examination of related accounts. A court order ex parte must be obtained before the AMLC can inquire into the related accounts. The procedure for the ex parte application for an order of inquiry into the principal account shall be the same for that of the related accounts. 3. No prior criminal charge, pendency of a case or conviction necessary. 4. Compliance with Article 3, Section 2 and 3 of the Constitution. And five period to resolve application. The Court of Appeals shall resolve the application within 24 hours from filing thereof. Six bank inquiry order. The AMLC may inquire into or examine any particular deposit or investment account, including related accounts, with any banking institution or non-bank financial institution upon order by the Court of Appeals based on an ex parte application in cases of violation of the AMLA when it has been established that probable cause exists that the deposits or investments involved, including related accounts, are in any way related to an unlawful activity or uh, money laundering offense. Bank inquiry order by the ELMC. The ELMC shall issue an ex parte order authorizing the MLLC Secretariat to inquire into or examine any particular deposit or investment account including related accounts with any banking institution or non-bank financial institution and their subsidiaries and affiliates and any related, uh, related to any of the following unlawful activities. Kidnapping for ransom, 
uh, sections sa 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 of Republic Act Number no. 9165 or the Dangerous Drugs Act, hijacking and other violations under RA 6235 or destructive arson and murder, felonies or offenses of a nature similar to those mentioned in Rule 11 Section 2.1 ABC which are punishable under the penal laws of other countries, terrorism and conspiracy to commit terrorism, and financing of terrorism under Section 4 and offenses punishable under Section 5, 6, 7, and 8 of the TFPSA. Second, the relevant requirements for bank inquiry order by the court shall apply to bank inquiry order by EMLC, including the procedure for inquiry into related accounts. Forfeiture. The following rules shall be observed in asset forfeiture proceedings. A. No prior criminal charge, pendency of a case or conviction of an unlawful activity or a money laundering offense is necessary for the commencement or the resolution of a petition for civil forfeiture. B. No assets shall be attached or forfeited to this prejudice of a candidate for an electoral office during an election period. Petition for civil forfeiture upon determination that probable cause exists that any monetary instrument or property is in any way related to a lawful activity or money laundering offense, the AMLC shall file with the RTC through the Office of the Solicitor General a verified petition for civil forfeiture. 